0: Hi, everybody. This is Lori, and I am the CEO and founder of Inclusivity, and our company is all about justice and kindness and making sustainable, beautiful fashion. And this is our podcast, Inclusiva Talks. And on our podcast, we talk to artists and musicians and other wonderful people who are making our world better. So today, we are incredibly lucky to have Mary Harris on our show. Mary is an award-winning singer-songwriter, actress consultant, and lover of life with a powerful commitment to providing entertainment, fun, empowerment, healing, and love through the arts. So that is Mary. She is also my very good friend and sang at my wedding, which was on a boat, and um, has just been in my life ever since that. That was about three years ago. So Mary, thank you so much for being here.
1: You are so welcome. It's my pleasure.
0: So Mary, we wanted to have you on just so that you could tell us about yourself and about your music and how you got to be where you are. So my first question for you is, where did this all start for you as far as your creativeness? Because you're not just a musician, you're a musician and singer, songwriter and artist as far as um, uh, actor and all sorts of things. So how did you get here? What's What started all of this?
1: Probably singing with my brother and sister when we were young. I have two older brothers and a sister and one of my brothers sister and sisters and the three of us sang as a trio. And we sang a cappella and we would sing at churches and different, different community events. And it wasn't until maybe a few years ago that I realized how um, much a cappella singing is an art form. So we did it. I don't remember any adults working with us. And we came up with amazing harmonies. And to this day, I enjoy singing with them. We don't sing together that much, but it's always good.
0: How'd you start doing that? Like how, which one of, was it one of you that said, hey, let's do this?
1: I have no idea. Probably, there's probably an opportunity <laughs> in our church. There was probably an opportunity growing up in the church and I wasn't singing with the choir yet. I don't even know how it happened. That's a good question. I'll have to ask them and see what they come up with. I think we'll probably have three different answers. And we might always have, we might have all the same answer. I don't know Do we just start singing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So and you my, started
0: out you started out singing with your brothers and, with your brothers and sister and then you and Okay, and then did you keep singing with them through high school?
1: I don't think no, I, I don't know. I don't remember. probably no, probably not probably maybe through I don't even know if it was through junior high school. Okay. But I will say I did my first solo at age nine. I did the drummer boy, acapella. That's a lot of rum pum pumming. That's for sure. <laughs> and then uh, I went on to sing in junior high school and high school and college. I sang in choirs throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you grow up, Mary? Moline, Illinois. It's about 180 miles southwest of Chicago. Okay.
0: And yes. um, you said you sang through high school and college. Where'd you go to college?
1: Oh, it's at Northern Illinois University, and okay. I sang with the NIU Black Choir, and we had a black theater company. And we traveled around the country performing. That was so great, so great. It's, and then what? What would you say? I said the different places we went. Like one place okay. we went to was Atasca, like and uh, we sang at this college where they had a policy that they had to let dogs run free. So there are all these dogs and I think I one of I did a couple of concerts and I think there's one more dogs than people at one of them so many dog show. <laughs> crazy, man. But it's good.
0: So Mary, when you graduated from college, did you immediately begin a career of music and acting?
1: No, as a matter of fact, I didn't graduate from college. I went two okay. years and then I stayed there two and a half years more working for the college as a janitor. So it was really great. I worked in the art building and was still there on campus and still have my friends, those friends I have a lot of them to this day. And I had money, so I was kind of a novelty and it was good. It was good mm-hmm. to back home. Mm, I worked, I don't remember singing, but at one point my brother had a band. He's a, the musician that I grew up singing with. He's a pianist and songwriter. And at some, one point I would sit in and just sing one song with the band. And at one point they asked me if I wanted to join the band. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I had never thought about it. But it, it, it was fun, it was fun. At one at one point, at the largest point, we were a 10 piece band, mm-hmm. amazing. Great how long song. Did,
0: how long did you perform together?
1: I was with them maybe a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. And in college, were you also acting or just singing? acting i was traveling with the choir and the theater okay. uh, the choir and the the choir and the theater company yeah okay so i was, act- I was acting i started acting in uh junior high i was in a mm-hmm. play called uh oh well, shucks uh up the down staircase really really old <laughs> it was in the 70s old <laughs> i'm glad i kept acting i'm glad i love the stage yeah. okay yeah so after your
0: brother's band what was next for you as far as your creative side
1: i created a baby okay that's a big <laughs> creation yep and i came up i was still living in Illinois. i came up to thank you <laughs> came up to minnesota to be with a friend who was having surgery and uh stayed here and been there 41 years okay yeah
0: so you had your baby then what was when was the next time that you sort of said, wait a second, I need to be creating more than just a baby?
1: Well, I never said that because I actually um, was eight weeks away from delivery when I sang at, a, at my godchildren's grade school. We sang on the Black History program. So it must have been February. Then my son was born March 7th. So mm-hmm. I was, from the time I got here, I was singing. OK. Yeah, in w- one place or another.
0: And then what would you say is your next, like, as was there a next big break? Was there a next sort of choice that you made that changed things at all?
1: No, but one thing is very cool. I say, so the friend that I came to be with, while she she's having surgery. Her name was Joyce. The two of us began singing together cappella. We called ourselves precious jewels. We were amazing. We were vintage, vintage clothing and just, we're just special. Just, what we bring to, to whatever event we sang at. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear acapella sing that much more, uh, that much anymore. So it was really fun to do that and have great harmony and have our great arrangements and.
0: Mary, how would, how would you describe your style? Like what, what's your, what's your genre? Which I know is not really a fair question, but if you had well, to I, describe it.
1: Yeah, it's not unfair. It's it's a good question, I think. Uh, well, I do jazz, pop, R&B, gospel. I can do country, I can do pretty much anything. And then my original music is, is flavored by, I would say maybe the gospel and the R&B more so. Okay, yeah. Yeah. and do
0: you have an artist that you kind of emulated when you were younger?
1: No, but I was definitely influenced by uh, Donnie Hathaway and Minnie Riperton and Roberta Flack,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is fun since we both, we both play the piano. Yeah, I would say those seven. The main and Sly Stone. Sly is Stone, my favorite philosopher. <laughs> yep. Yep. How
0: how was it coming to Minneapolis at that time and being a musician? How was the the atmosphere here for musicians?
1: That's a great question. I I don't know. I don't know because I just came and you know did what I did, mm-hmm. and I have not necessarily gone the. Traditional route because I didn't do a lot of club work and I didn't do a lot of, but there's a couple of things that people do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that necessarily. I did, I was booked at um, downtown, there's a Woolies restaurant in downtown St. Paul and uh, part of the Embassy Suites. That's what, and I was the very last live performer they had there because then they went into uh, DJs and what was it disco? Whatever they went into, it was, it was more it was automated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the scene was good. Out, you know, I worked what I wanted to, but, and I um, had a good time doing that. And I'm glad that uh, I, I also didn't go into singing with a band or with a big group of folks. You know, there were some great choirs around, the Sounds of Blackness, and and then the um, there's another choir that's very popular. I think it's a gospel, Minneapolis gospel style, maybe. Minneapolis Gospel Choir, but I play the piano. It was pretty self-contained, but I could put together a trio or a quartet or whatever I needed to. So I did do a, a concert at the Pillsbury House in 86, and then I did a concert at the Fine Line in 88, and so I put bands together for those, and that's always fun. It's fun to play with someone else, and I'm glad I can get up and do what I need to do either by myself playing the piano or just singing a cappella. I still sing a cappella a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: So Mary, looking back over your music career, anybody in particular you've been able to play with or sing with that you thought, wow, this is somebody I really wanted to work with?
1: Mm. No, I wanted to work with everybody. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, the people I work with, <laughs> i probably the most well-known person I ever sang. I sang with a group that backed Kenny Loggins years ago and he was really, when he was, he was hot back then. And uh, I worked for an environmental company And he had a song out called, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but it talked about being one with the earth and one with the sky and one with everything in life. Uh, So Commitment of the Heart, I think it was. And I actually learned to play. I performed that here locally. And then I got to sing background when he came and performed it for our organization at Orchestra Hall, or or the the Orpheum. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was big. It was big fun.
0: Now, talk a little bit more about your acting career. So, what's tell us just sort of how that's gone and what you've enjoyed.
1: And I enjoy oh, I tell you oh here's what I enjoy. I enjoy that oftentimes playwrights will call me and tell me that they want me to come. They wrote a part for me, or they're thinking of me, or I'll come audition. I, I've actually auditioned for things and had people rewrite something to have it so that I could be in it and have it really uh, fit who I am. Me and the character with either similar or even if it was a stretch, they wanted me in that part. So that's been really fun. There's so many great, great great everything here. I think we we got great musicians, we've got great artists, we've got great doctors, lawyer, everything here. We've got some really great playwrights. And I've been into, I've been a, done a lot of original material here in town So and, and out of town too. I started acting in Kentucky and Danville Kentucky so
0: you have a favorite part that you've been able to play
1: no because they're all they're all fun okay and a lot of them are like me some of my I did I have to admit I didn't feel like I was acting because there was so much like me actually I didn't know I almost didn't know I could act at one point because I was just being myself pretty much but I have a friend years ago named Craig Benson He told me that he finally figured out people paid him to be himself because he used to make a lot of money as an actor and and doing a lot of different things. And I really got, oh, people are paying me to be myself. How cool is that? And of course, you know, you have to honor and become the character that you've been hired to play. But y'all, I get to bring myself to it. Mm -hmm. So that's that's an art in itself.
0: So can you... Oh, it it sounds wonderful, and I think it sounds smart, and you're so charming that I can totally understand why they would want you to be yourself. So tell us about the consulting work a little bit and how that kind of plays in, because I think for you, the consulting and the acting and the music all are tied together. Can you kind of explain that?
1: I can. Uh, Well, can I explain why I call myself a consultant? I'm a consultant slash project manager. I'm like this, you, get, you tell me the project you're working on, give me a start date and end date, pay me well, I'm yours. And, we, and, I, can, we can work. and I can coach, I'm a really great coach, and I can coach pretty much in any topic in any arena, because <laughs> coaching is coaching. It's about, to me it's about connecting with people, hearing people, and I don't have answers. Usually I have a lot of questions. I have questions that help people get to their own truth and their own guidance. So the, I can I consider myself a consultant uh, when I do, when I coach voice I coach voice I coach acting I love I love coaching voice I think about it as much as I do singing because it's so in the moment and I just be with the client wherever they are so that's always fun and then I'm also a certified reflexologist so I I'm um, a health health energy worker so I definitely am a consultant in that respect being with people as they tell me what's going on mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, and socially, I'm able to impact that through their health through their, health, through their feet. So, so explain,
0: explain what a reflexologist is because I don't think everybody knows.
1: Okay, well, reflexology itself is a science that deals with the principle that for every part and organ in your body, there's a reflex in your foot. And the treatment does three things. Normalizes body functions, relieves tension, and improves circulation. And that's what it does technically. Also, uh, uh, it can be very relaxing. It can hurt if there's some dis ease in the body, but it's very, um, very impactful quickly. People generally can tell a, a difference either while I'm working on them, sometime, or by the time I'm done with them. Sometimes people don't want to walk on their feet. They either want to stay at my house and sleep, or they want to go dancing, energized, or else they all totally laid back. Yeah. So it's it's a another way that I get to be with people and get to love people up.
0: So is that the theme, sort of the underlying theme for you, is that all of these give you ways to love people? It gives you ways to give back and take care of others.
1: Uh, it gives me opportunity to have fun. First, actually, first is fun, fun and to love people up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's, I kind of, when you said take care of people, I was gonna go, no, 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 I don't wanna take care of people. Well, yeah, of course, but I actually inspire and assist people taking care of themselves is what I'm more interested in, yeah.
0: Excellent correction. That is much, much, much better said than I said it. So thank,
1: thank you. you. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And, and, and people, when they're around me, they get that they're okay. We, we just, I think we wanna know that we're okay. Yeah. And I think I was born to remind people how fabulous they are. And and then and I don't push it if they want to go with okay or great, I let them have that. But I think people are fascinating and wonderful. And that's the mirror that I'm out to hold up to people. Mm-hmm. And that's the light that I like to shine in, maybe in dark places, is the light of who other people are and let my light connect with their light.
0: I love that. So how'd you get into reflexology? Because it's unusual.
1: Yeah, uh, Somebody knew that I was good at massage, like I massage people's heads a lot when we work on each other's hair in college, or shoulders, I'm not a full body massage worker by any means, and I can do, can do that, but somebody knew that I was good with my hands, and they mentioned it to me, asked me if I had ever heard of it, I said no, and back then you didn't just go Google things, so I actually could not find out any information about it, I've been certified almost 25 years. And I would ask around town and I, had a, I was, had a chiropractor at the time and he hadn't heard of it. And finally somebody said, call the U of M School of Nursing. And that's what I did. And somebody there had heard of reflexology. There was one reflexologist in town in South Minneapolis. And I met him. He told me about the International Institute in St. Petersburg, Florida. International Institute of Reflexology in St. Petersburg, Florida. So I started taking classes. I started studying and decided that's what I'm going to be. When that's something else, that is a self-expression for me. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll do that. I think I'll probably do that forever. Because it's so, uh, it's sacred to me to be, to be able to be with people one-on-one, whether it's singing or coaching, whatever it is, and to be able to assist somebody through their feet, through their, through their body. I mean, people trust me, and I trust them. And I, thank, I always thank them for trusting me with their health.
0: Yeah, yeah i have actually had uh, your treatments mary and they're spectacular every mm. time i i fall asleep i feel so just connected and relaxed mm. when i'm done so awesome. good choice thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> so mary what are you working on now so what what right now in your life what are you working on what are you interested in
1: i'm interested in uh performing at conferences i've been doing it for years but i'm interested in, like this making a big old splash internationally, performing at conferences, and uh, and even doing it, you know, through, through the internet. I'm gonna, the, the internet is my kingdom, it's my kingdom, Queen Mary is my queendom, I'm not really gonna just take over performing on the internet, that's, that's just it. It's just such a great vehicle for me, mm-hmm. such a great arena for me, so that's what I'm building.
0: Okay so yeah. how are you doing that what, what steps With are,
1: i'm just curious yeah oh, well, it takes some networking mm-hmm. but i'm meeting the, i'm meeting the people even the even what we're doing yeah like the more the more i'm in front of the camera the more i'm doing this more i'm talking the more i'm encouraging other people to talk mm-hmm. and be themselves it happens that way that's i think it's networking more than anything okay and having a vision and having a dream and knowing that I could, I like performing. Somebody said, well, what kind of conferences? I can perform at any kind of conference. Mm-hmm. And the fun thing is everybody has a conference. I mean, right now we're limited in our traveling stuff, but whether you're stamp collectors or whether you're doctors or lawyers, every organization, to me, as far as I can tell, has a special, you know, every special interest group. They like to gather. Mm-hmm. And there's three things I can do at a conference. Can I tell you what they are? I would love it if you did. The main thing, the three main things are, well, one is I can... Um, for me to kick it off like I can I can start your conference off and put you on the ground for the whole thing to be successful Well, it's high energy I can do low energy too but was higher energy I'll be a girl really and I'll just kick it off and then so be the start of the beginning and then if there's a lunch hour and people is spread out you want to bring them back together and raise the energy back up for the rest of the afternoon I'm really good at that And then the last part is at the end, I have a knack for choosing just the right song to um, close a conference and assist the participants in integrating what they learned, what information they gathered and taking it back out into the communities whether it's different state, different country, wherever they're going. So I always either choose the right song or can write a song.
0: That's
1: very cool. It's fun, it's very fun. So, and,
0: Mary, I know that you were award-winning. Can you just share with us one of the awards that you've won that meant a lot to
1: you? Yeah, it's the, Black, the Minnesota Black Musicians and Arts Awards. I won it for, I um, actually won it for Jazz Singer. This which which is interesting. I mean, I sing jazz. And it was more so for the songwriting, and they kind of weren't sure. They don't mind me saying they kind of weren't sure what category to put that in. So mm-hmm. it went with jazz, cause, probably because there's a lot of flow to it. I mentioned the R&B and the, and the gospel background, but there's actually some jazziness in my original music also. Okay. So that was fun to win.
0: That sounds fun to win. Yes, yes. And can
1: I tell you one other thing? Yes. There's a youth conference that I've been a part of. I did. I performed there for 13 consecutive years. It's called TLT, Tomorrow's Leaders Today. And we always go to the U of M campus up in Duluth. And we spend uh, three days there with the kids. And I would kick that off. I was, was singing at the beginning of that and did a couple of workshops for the kids, with the kids. And then um, we'll sing at the end for mm-hmm. the closing. One year they called me and they said, we want to give away, Would it be okay with you if we give away a Mer- the Mary Harris heart and soul award. Isn't that something? That's amazing. I, they said you're the heart and soul of this conference and we want to name an award after you. I love it. I cry. I tears go with my was a back then you had the uh, answering machine, The answering on a voice messages. Oh, little tears came up. I called him back, I said, Yes, you can name a you can name an award after me. That's quite an honor. It's fun, thanks. So
0: you did that for thirteen years in a
1: row? Uh singing at the conference performing, yeah. yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Mary, if you had to Say something to young musicians coming up, or young actors, or young creatives coming up. What would you say? Like, what would be your words of wisdom after being in this for so many years?
1: Mm. My first thought is be yourself. Be yourself, know yourself, love yourself, trust yourself. So that's, that's a lot about self, because most artists give so much. And if you can be grounded in here, to me, if you can, if you can be great, whatever, whatever your walking life is, you're grounded and grounded in who you are, you can create anything. And you can just go any direction and take other folks with you and have some fun. You can make some money. You can ex- experience life. I think you experience life in a much broader sense if you know who you are and if you you know your values and you know what you stand for and you know what your commitments are and you can be influenced by other things but ultimately I think if we can think about things and and trust ourselves and build from there.
0: this is a hard question, so it's okay if you say, "Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot." But can you give a couple tips for doing that? Because I think that sometimes people say, "Be yourself," but there's no there's no specific guidance for how to do that. So, do you have any thoughts on if I'm an I, 18 I, year I, old? Yeah, yeah that would be terrific.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know about tips of how to do it, but I can tell you one one that sticks out for me. One thing, one that sticks out for me is there used to be a, oh, there was a, a modeling, I think it was a modeling agency. It was called Plaza Three. It was on Lake Street in Minneapolis. And I was there to take classes for something, but it wasn't for, it wasn't for doing TV commercials. But even at, at that point, I knew myself. And I knew my, the strength of my talent. So one day, the owner of the a place was standing there. With, there were several of us in the lobby. And she looked at me, and she said, you should take our commercial classes. You and I said, yeah. And I said, yeah. I knew, even though I didn't drink coffee, I could make people buy coffee. Or i make them want to buy some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> or use this, 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 this wash detergent, or this soap powder, whatever. Just because I know that that's you know, the kind of energy I have. and so. I didn't have to feel like, oh, she just tried to run a game on me and get some money out of me. I could get that she probably saw some talent, like like, that she could honestly be seeing some talent because I knew I had talent. So I think, Mm -hmm. I think it'd be easy to get. It's easy to get talked into things or persuaded or manipulated into things if you don't know who you are and what you're interested in, or if you don't have so if you don't have grounded somewhere. Mm That makes you get that? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it, and it was it was great because I because I didn't have to question anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the more you can be yourself and know what works for you, then you don't have to have questions or doubts or should I take some classes? It, you don't have to worry about somebody running the game on you because you know you know who you are in the game. Well, I like that. There might be a, mm-hmm. song, a song in there. Know who you are in the game. Huh, I like that It is a good song. It is a great song start.
0: um so Mary, as you're coming you know as over the past fifty years, um, what are the things that stand out, and I know you are an incredibly positive forward thinking person, but are there any things that stand out that you that were just struggles, that were just things that that you really had to overcome during this period
1: i My biggest struggle I would say is knowing which way to go. And yeah, I know I'm saying be yourself, but there are people like me that are multi-talented. And in some ways the world is still designed, at least when I was younger, still designed for you to do one thing, maybe work one job and go there and stay there and retire and maybe get a gold watch, (laughs) maybe, after your 50 years of service or whatever. But I had to, I've had times when I wasn't sure which way to go. Or, or no, no, I knew what I, I wanted to say, I wanted to act, I, I lead seminars, I do a lot of different things, and so I would feel flighty or flaky, because I never seemed to really throw myself into any one thing. So that's, it was maybe the past five years, five, ten years I've been reconciling this. I, in some ways, it seemed like it's only been the past five. Mm -hmm. that I really get I'm gonna do what I do that you know I'm gonna do everything (laughs) I do, and everything I do is marketable and everything I do is fun and I can do that and I uh just keep this in mind anybody that's listening I'm an advocate for other people that are multis that are multi-talented because I think you need support and you need to know you're okay because there's days when you feel like you're crazy I think that's especially in the arts so I tell actors and singers that all the time. If you you're gonna have days maybe when you want to give up, you you might want to call me say, "Mary, I quit. Mary, I feel like I'm crazy." And I might say, "Yeah, you're crazy. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you quit if you want to? Doesn't even that, you know either way. You choose something. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. And life works out. That's one of the things I've convinced myself. I tell myself, and I tell people all the time. I really believe why life works out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've lived long enough to know that. And I know for me, life works out, and maybe it's because I believe it. We might as well believe something that empowers you, right? It's all made up (laughs) in
0: So Mary, when you're not performing, um, singing, creating, what do you like to do? What what gives you peace or pleasure?
1: I like to sit on the couch and look out the window. And I like going to um, East Madison Lake. Mm-hmm. and I like uh, good food, I like to eat, I like good food, I like a good martini, and like good conversation. I like good conversation, yeah, yeah. And, and I travel, so I'm, and I, uh, my roommate's got a sailboat. I like being on a sailboat. I like being on a sailboat even when it's parked in the driveway. <laughs> 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 that, that works for me. <laughs> but I, I, like, I like getting out the, on the water as well, sailing on the water. <laughs> and I just sit there and look, I don't do this. I mean, I do some of the sailing. I can do some tacking in here, tying up ropes here and there, but I always like sit there and look pretty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you do that beautifully, so I can see why. <laughs> so Mary, one of the things I always like to ask people to do is just take a second and kind of think back over your life and think of a story from your life. And I, I always tell people, don't. it doesn't have to be the story. We're not looking for, oh, tell us the story that tells us exactly who you are, but just a story that when you look back over your entire life, just a story that pops up and it can be just anything. <laughs> uh, a
1: good story, or it doesn't matter. Whatever you choose. I remember that there was, I remember once when I was little, Probably grade school, maybe third grade, and it was a they have parent teacher conferences and it had been raining, and they had been doing some work in the front of the house. Why this story? They had been doing some work so there was a had been a hole in the ground, and they had filled it up with the A hole in the street and they filled it up with sand and I remember I went to the conference with my mom. why this story? I went to the conference with my mom and we got back home and I think we got out of a cab maybe. And I stepped into the hole. And I say, it was like quicksand. So I started sinking into this hole and my mom, I think she pulled me out by my rain jacket. (laughs) By my rain jacket. And that's what I, and that was a great story because I didn't drown in the sand. (laughs) You know, yeah, Mary, was right? <laughs> I love you
0: because that is exactly the kind of story I want. Because what I want is just—I think people are really interesting, and I think our lives are full of moments. And so, all I wanted was that. That's a here's moment. a story that pops to mind. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah, thanks. And I'm so glad that your mom grabbed your raincoat and pulled you out. <laughs> I am
1: too. I am too. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're glad you're here. Thank you. Um, I do also just want to say that color is so beautiful on you. Thank you. You look just stunning. Thank you. You're welcome. So Mary, I wanted to ask you if you'd like to perform something for us.
1: Oh, yes. I'd like to perform a song I wrote called I Have Everything I Need. I think it's important in life to know that we have what we need. Mm -hmm. And... Because I know it's easy to feel like, oh, I need another pair of shoes or I need toilet paper or whatever it is that we need, right? But, I've, again, I've lived long enough to know that I have what I need and I have access. I always have access. I have resources around me and I can get what I need. And so I wrote this song, I think to sing at a church service, and I only wrote one verse. But that's, I have everything I need, right? So I usually sing the verse twice. <laughs> well, here we go. I have everything I need To live, to grow and succeed. I have a light within. That's where success begins. My heart is over. And wide with the love of life inside. Oh, yes, I do believe that I have everything I need. Oh, yes, I do believe that I have everything. I need
0: Mary. That was perfect. Thank you. I think it sums up your philosophy and your positive energy, and mm. I, I loved it. Awesome! Yeah. Thank you Thanks. very much for that. Thanks. I'm so tickled to be here with you. Well, I am tickled to have you here with. Me. What else do you want to tell us, Mary?
1: It seems like there'd be something else to tell, but you know. When is this going to, because I don't want to, you know, we don't have to go into the pandemic and all that, because life, I think we're going to be affected for a year or so. Oh, I think but, so too. You know, at least maybe two. So I think the fact that I talked about how life works out, I think that's really, that's the message I want to get to people. So I don't know if there's anything else. Um, okay. I think your questions were great. I think, okay. and I know I wheel a lot and stuff, but I, you know, I'm real, I'm real. And so you have captured me being me. Who are, are you? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. One of the things I love about you is that you are always consistently you. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I think that's a very, very good thing.
1: It's a very good thing. Good. We'll take the outtake. I'll take the outtakes.
0: <laughs> I was going to say. I think I like the outtakes too. Now, so, so Mary, thank you, thank you, thank you.